Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace your own financial, tax, legal or financial product advice. Hey everyone, Glenn James here for this bonus episode. You wanted it and we are delivering. Today we're having a look at the different entry level options for investing. What does that mean? Well, I talk with Kylie Purcell, who's the investments editor at finder.com.au, and we go through what we think are our own personal pros and cons with Comsec Pocket, Ray's Spaceship Voyager, and the new kid on the block, Vanguard Personal Investor. If you're already using one of these apps and you're loving it, awesome. If you're after one and we say a feature that we don't like but you like, that's also awesome. We're just kind of opening the hood and having a general discussion about four options that are really on everyone's lips at the moment. So remember, this is not personal financial advice. It's general advice only because we can't give you personal advice because we haven't taken into account any of your personal details. So enjoy and we'll do a follow-up episode with kind of graduating from these platforms in the near future. Also, sorry about the dramatic music. I just wanted something different and fun. Okay, bye. So do you want to start with uh, Spaceship? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, so the apps that we've that you sort of brought up are really interesting because they're all really different from each other, and they kind of they suit different investment styles and different personalities. So it really comes down to your personal preferences. With Spaceship, Spaceship I really like. It's a very simple app. It basically invests your money into a fund of stocks that have been selected by the Spaceship team. Um, and you've got the index fund um, and you've got the Spaceship Voyager fund, which is actually a managed fund. So it's the fund of you uh, robo-advisors or, um, or micro-investors, if you like to call them that, uh, that actually invest your money into a managed fund because that's quite rare. They're usually index funds. They're usually passive funds. Um, and it's mostly a mix of top global, often tech companies. And there's a few Australian companies in there too. Yeah. Spaceship, I mean, the fees are amazing. You know, as you know, it's $0 for any funds that have $5,000 or less in them. Um, and beyond that, five, over $5,000, it's just a 0.1% annual fee, um, which is really quite low, uh, to be honest. So the fees I really like, it's, it's low cost. Um, and I like the list of companies that they've picked. And I've actually had a look at the performance of 2019. I haven't seen the performance of um, the last six months. I'm sure it'd be very different. Um, but yeah, yeah, the performance was around 35% for the Voyager fund. And um, I think it was around 30% for the index fund, which is really impressive. 25% can I, I a check. Can I ask at what time period the performance was? Yeah, that was 2019. So that was a banger of a year. Yeah. So, I, I guess my thing with performance, and I'll say at the outset, I actually haven't yeah. really looked at any of the performance of these because there are so many different products on the platform. I'm more totally. looking overall 
at the platforms uh, because mm. realistically, a rising tide will float all ships. And, mm. and that's why you've got to work out what platform is going to be most flexible for you and then look at the performance. Now, True. I think it's cute that there's been a 35% return in one year, but I'm not investing for one year. I'm interested to no. see what the investment return is for five to seven years. So, yeah, um, totally. Anyway. <gasps> no, that's you made it a really good point. Focusing in on one year, that's the performance year I could find, to be honest. <laughs> well, and, and this was the other thing, like with Spaceship Ray's Comsec, the three of them, their websites I personally found for looking at the details that I need to make a comparison was bloody hard to find. Absolutely. I, I, yep. It was so bloody confusing. And that's one thing I don't like about Spaceship Rays and Comsec. Um, mm. And it's one thing I love about the Vanguard platform because they've just gone, here are the fees, here's like information, two pages. It was brilliant. Yeah, for sure. I mean, looking at Spaceship, it's, it's so different from Vanguard, to be honest. Um, on the downside for Spaceship, you know, you can't actually own any of the stocks. It's not, a micro, it's not really a micro-investor like Razor's. So it doesn't actually have a cash roundup feature. And it, it doesn't really have that many features, to be honest. Um, it'd be cool if it had a few more. That's probably the downside. Otherwise, they've kept it yeah. pretty simple. So if we move on to what I like and dislike about Spaceship, I actually like the fact that it has two choices, indexed, active, and it's bloody cheap. Okay. Now, I think my own view is with all of these I guess, platforms or apps, whatever you want to call it, there's obviously a longer term play that they want to get people on their books to get their super stuff. Okay. So, I don't know if um, Spaceship will make their money from the super side. So, I don't know if it's a loss leader strategy. I'm not sure. So, I like that it's cheap. I like that the minimum is like $5 for Spaceship. I don't like that there's no ethical investment option with Spaceship. Yes. I don't like that there's uh, no roundups either. So, yeah. the, the main thing for me is it's cheap and it looks mm. cool. One thing I didn't love about Spaceship, they first came out and said, invest your super in the future. And I believe the super started Spaceship and then they went to the uh, personal investing app. Uh, mm. They were fined by ASIC for misleading advertising. So, they basically said, we'll choose the top tech companies and we'll pick the top tech ones. Uh, but they're actually just investing in the index fund. So, I think ASIC fined them $12,000 for that. But it was probably more of a marketing mistake. But either way, mm. uh, that's if you Google Spaceship, that will come up in the news. Uh, that's very much public knowledge. I'm not saying don't use Spaceship because of that. It's just always, I just remember that with mm. Spaceship. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, you make a great point. Yeah. I just, the thing overall, I love all of these, you know, as a motherhood statement because it's, easy to get investing. And when I was 18 year old, I couldn't do micro investing. I couldn't start investing with $5. So, exactly. overall, it's a total plus. Totally. But again, people are going to like each of these individual ones because they are quite different once you open the hood. So Yeah, that's right. They're actually quite difficult to compare. You gave me a, oh, a, it was a bit of a difficult and, task. <laughs> yeah. To and I'll- once we get to the fees and the fee comparisons that I made, I'll tell you the- I kind of had to pick uh, investment portfolios that were kind of similar oh, to, yeah. to make it so it was the most accurate review that I could do. Yeah. So, there you go. Spaceship, it's cheap. 
limited options. You've got index, you've got active. You could put $3,000 in there. You could put $5,000 in there and there's no fees. Yeah. So, what what's your view on raise? What do you like and what do you not like about raise? So, my likes, it's a fun little app. Um, when you jump on it, it's really easy to use. Uh, they've got heaps of features. I really love that you can shop on it. Um, it's got a super fund option, which I've not actually tried out yet. And to be honest, I haven't really investigated much of. That's um, my colleague, Alison Handles Super. Um, I found that it was quite transparent. I know you thought you said earlier that you didn't think it was that transparent, but I like that it details what ETFs you're investing in when you look at each of the funds. So they have, um, I think, six portfolios that you can choose from, from um, you know, conservative to high growth. And um, it's basically just six different ETFs and they've got different weightings for each ETFs depending on your risk profile or the risk level that you've picked. So I like that you can see the ETFs in there. I felt in the past apps have tried to hide what the underlying products are. But this one, you can look at them and you can look at the PDSs as well. Um, and mm, I like that mm. there's a a um, transaction section that shows the dividends yep. and um, you can have a look at your spending habits as well. Um, and I like the roundup feature, obviously. That's the big one. Yeah, totally. So for me, mm. the raise, I think the, the problem I had with the raise PDS, which is the product disclosure statement, it didn't show that much detail and you had to go to the other explanation document, uh, mm. which was a little bit tricky to find. And I guess overall it was typed up as in, as if I did it in Microsoft Word myself. So that was kind of the confusing part for me. Like, yes, yeah. I did find all the underlying ETFs. That was awesome. Uh, but just, I mean, I'm really picking hairs here saying that their PDS isn't designed well. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I really like the fact that Raise also has a $5 entry price. I love the fact that there's an ethical investment option. Yes. I love the fact that you can do roundups. Like, I just so think fun. that is free money. Like, so yeah. good. Love that. Absolutely. Uh, and it's cool that they've got the rewards program and that you can do shopping through it. So, yeah. I, I'm probably, if I had to choose between Spaceship and Raise, it'd probably be Raise. But when we get to the fee section, we'll, we'll drill down on that. But yeah, for me personally, I don't think there are many detractors from mm-hmm. Raise. I think it's a good offering. And again, uh, I believe that they've got the super offering and I think these platforms are going after the super dollars. So, that's kind oh, of that's my view. that's such an interesting angle. Yeah. I mean, well, that's where the money is. Like, people might have yeah. 30 grand in super, uh, but only enough money to invest $10 a month. So, that's where they're going to get their funds under management, I would believe. Yeah. And I'm just looking in and making stuff up and conspiracies, but uh, that's certainly- <laughs> Uh, a good little strategy. So, that's kind There's of what I love about Raise. Yeah. And I, I like there are some pre-mixed investment options where you can choose, oh, I might only want to put my money invested for five years. So, I'm not going to do a 90% growth. So, uh, yeah. where I believe Spaceship's pretty much 90% growth on yeah. both of their portfolios. It's, it's quite bullish, a little bit risky actually. Yeah. Compared to the others. Yeah, absolutely. So- and that was, I was going to say, back to Spaceship, it, it is cool that you've got the option to do active or index. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, I do like so, that too. Yeah, yeah Raise, Raise, I'd say, is one of the safest of all of them. It's really, even the, even the um, high growth option is actually quite conservative. Yeah. I think the reason why they do have the six diversified portfolios is because they've got 
a Nobel Prize winning economist and quote unquote, the mm. father of modern portfolio theory, Dr. Harry Markowitz, who has consulted with uh, Ray's to build the portfolios. And then under the hood, the ETFs, wow. they are invested in some good international names uh, for their investments. So, I, yeah. I think they're, again, these products have not been around for more than seven years. So, we can see a really good snapshot of the performance. But we know the underlying assets are almost household names with investment markets. And another positive for Ray's, because they are a listed company, their governance and all the information, like you can go to the website and look at uh, reports and see the financial reports and announcements that they make to the ASX. Uh, mm. But it's important to note because, yes, Ray's is listed, the company and the platform is listed. So, if Ray's itself was a terrible performer on the ASX, it does not mean that the underlying investments that they use are terrible performers. So, there's a you've got to be aware that there's a clear difference. Uh, yeah, that's that. a really so good point. I think for me, the only downside to raise is probably the fee, but mm, you yeah. do pay for convenience. Like you cannot yeah. get above the payment for convenience in this world, whatever you're talking about. So, are there yeah. any big downsides with raise for you? I agree. It's the fee, to be honest. And I, f mm. I found- I haven't I haven't checked. I actually use Raze because I, I think it's a fun little app. Um, yeah. I found after using it only for a couple of months that my I, the returns weren't sort of being covered. The fees were kind of eating up the returns in the sense. And that's a very short period of time. But my sort of when I looked at it then, I felt that if you're not adding adding anything, because I was only using it as a roundup, only as a roundup. Um, right, you're not adding right. anything. Your portfolio portfolio is at risk of, or the returns at least are at risk of um, being eaten by the fees. I mean, you're still you can still see it as a you know you're still getting your savings up, um, but it's almost like there'd be a zero interest account kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you if depends how much know. you spend, probably. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> might I, have just I think been I wasn't gotta, spending much that month. Yeah, and if there's a dip in the market, you've got to actually look at it over the year because. And yeah. I'll get onto that more with the fees, but yep. it would still, based on even a year return or a two-year return, mm -hmm. uh, it would still generally net out higher than cash. Let's move on to Comsec Pocket, which is a newer kid on the block. <laughs> and we're not talking about Comsec, the trading platform. We're talking about Comsec Pocket, which is its own product. Mm -hmm. Kylie, what do you like and don't like about this new kid on thy block? <laughs> yeah, comes pocket. Really interesting. Really nice addition, I think. I like that it's easy to use. Um, I like the design of it. Like when you jump jump on it and flick through your options, it's really easy to see what each of your portfolio themes are. There are seven of them. And when you click through, so you've sort of got your themes, you know, you've got your sustainability theme, your tech, US tech themes. So if you're anyone new to investing, it's really clear. And then when you click through, you can see what the underlying ETF is as well. Um, so that you just you're you've got full understanding of it. So I like that. I mean, the 
the fees, which we're going to talk about in a bit, are really low as well. Like you're basically investing in, unlike the other apps, the other micro-investing apps or robo-advice apps, you're actually investing directly in an ETF that has been listed on the ASX. So you're not investing in a fund, you actually own units in that ETF um, for a really low price, really low brokerage fee and a really low minimum investment of 50 bucks, which is which compares to the normal minimum of 500 bucks. So it's a great way to get, you know, new investors investing in the stock market. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. A- any detractors from Comsec? I mean, really the downside is that there's not enough ETFs, not enough options if you want to look at it like it's a trading app because it's kind of like a mini trading app, a mini um, online broker really. There's only 7 ETFs to pick from. So it's it's kind of a uh, restricted trading app <laughs> is the downside of it. And, you know, it gives you the option to put in regular um, transactions, if you like, which is cool. But it doesn't necessarily add up to the best, the best method with the fees that you get. Yeah, because you've got to pay brokerage fees and we will get onto that. Mm, yeah. I guess what I like about the Comsec app is that there is an, e- an ethical investment option, which is awesome. Mm. Uh, yeah. And they do actually have distribution. So, because you are directly invested in the ETF, you might mm. get a distribution twice a year. Mm. So, that's cool as well. I like that there are seven investment options. I yeah. don't like that you can't use Roundups, but they haven't gone out to say that we're a Roundup app. Mm. Uh, there's no rewards program like Raise. Mm. The one thing I do not like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Kylie, but I understand the seven uh, ETFs, they're all sector specific. So, you'd have to manually uh, balance your portfolio. So, Raise, for example, Mm. they've got a a portfolio, you invest in one and you get exposure all around the world, for example. With Mm. Comsec, They've only got, this is the Australian equities ETF. This is the international equities ETF. They've got no mm. blended ETFs, um, no. which I think is a pain in the ass, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because you just want to set something up and shovel money. Like, you don't want to have to put $500 in there and then place two trades because, like me personally, I don't, I don't want all my money in the one sector, right? Uh, yeah. I want a blend of Australian equities and international equities. So- I think that's yeah. a detractor and I would like to see them do a one-stop shop uh, ETF, to be honest. Ah, interesting. That's an interesting way to, to way to look at it. I mean, you could invest kind of 50 bucks in each of them and then you kind of have your own weird kind of fund that you've created yourself. Yeah, um, but what if you get portfolio drift? Like, I just, to me, it's kind of this, yeah, sure, if you wanted a, a little micro-investing app and you just wanted to hit international equities and that's mm. all- yeah, sure, knock yourself out. But if you wanted a traditional portfolio and you mm. might not be an advanced investor, I just think your diversification is lost unless you're manually placing the trades in each ETF. Yeah. Well, you make a good point. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's difficult to say how you pick an ETF as well. Like, uh, like this is aimed at um, beginners, you know, newbies. But it's not easy to say which of these are high risk and low risk, which is something that Ray's offers. Yeah, and I think, and that's right. I think if we look at, you know, from easy to complex, I think Spaceship and Raise, easy, novice, the next level is Comsec, then Mm. the next level is Vanguard. So, I think because the Comsec and Vanguard, 
Mm. They're the closest to real world mummy and daddy investing. I'm a grown up now. <laughs> like just from my point of view. Yeah. Well, you've got a lot more options with the Vanguard. Um, yeah. App, certainly. So, I think, yeah, that's that's my biggest attractor to ComSec that they're, they're sector specific ETFs. Unless I totally and don't hate me, everyone, but I think <laughs> that's what I picked up. They've got a couple of up, like, like they've got the IOZ, which is the ASX 200 ETF. Yep. So, that's not necessarily is, specific. I mean, it's country specific. Yeah, that's right. It's only Australian equity. Yeah. And then, and then you've got the Aussie dividends, which is probably just banks and Telstra and dividend. You've got Global 100, yes. which is global shares. You've got emerging markets. Yes. You've got HealthWise, which is obviously medical, tech yeah. savvy. I'm just thinking the HealthWise. See, I can't yeah. even see easy enough to see what country's under it. The iShares Global Health. Mm. Oh, okay. So, HealthWise on ComSec Pocket, it's just international equities. Yeah. Because it's yeah. iShares. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's kind of my beef, I'm pretty sure, with ComSec. Yeah, it's interesting. I'd, I'd, um, I'd love to know how they picked these as well. I'd love to have been in the room when they were sort of discussing- with the fund managers. Get, um, yeah, they probably get an what awesome What benefits deal. they'd have. <laughs> yeah, I could only imagine. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, let's move on to mm. the absolute newest kid on the block, which is yeah. the Vanguard Personal Investor, VPI. What's your love and hates about this? So, what I like, it's a, it's a very rare zero brokerage trading app in Australia. Australia doesn't have many of these. There's a few for US stocks, but to invest in um, anything that's listed on the ASX, it doesn't really exist um, unless you're uh, going to a micro investor, which puts your money into funds. But to directly buy shares and ETFs, zero brokerage, really rare. So, that was really exciting. I like that you can top up your Vanguard ETFs in their as much as you like as well for free. Yeah, and I guess they've they've caught that brokerage thing with the platform fee of 0.2%. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. So, any money that's sitting on Vanguard is 0.2% platform fee. Yeah, that's right. Yep. There's that account fee there. So, that's probably one of the one of the points that I don't like. The other dislike is that I can't get it on my phone yet, and I like to do everything on my phone. Yeah. Um, and it's also limited in the list of stocks that you can invest in, I found. I actually had to reach out to them to um, figure this one out. But not all ASX stocks are on there. They've only got the top 200. And as far as I could tell, there were no non-Vanguard ETFs there. Yeah, which is fine because Vanguard <laughs> is the gold standard of indexing investing. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so, any, anything else that you uh, you don't have a passion for with the Vanguard one? No, I, t- I actually didn't end up jumping onto it. So, I'm afraid, <laughs> I'm, afraid um, I'm not able to tell you about my experience sort of playing around with it. I got stuck at one bit and then um, things got deal with work. So, <laughs> I haven't actually had a chance to properly use it. I've just managed to, no, I've no, managed that's to look fine. at all the features. So, I guess the yeah. things I really like about mm. the Vanguard Fund is that it is the closest- because a lot of people just get like a an E-Trade account or a ComSec account or a Self-Wealth account and invest yep. in Vanguard equities anyway. Yeah. I like the fact that you can actually do this and pay a 0.2% fee and they take care of all the reporting and crap for you. So, 
that's a, a really good one. I guess a small downside is the $500 minimum, which again, mm. it's the closest to mummy and daddy, big real world investing in this micro world that you can- uh, and, and to be fair, it's probably hard to really compare the Vanguard fund to Spaceship and Rays because they're actually totally. chalk and cheese. But totally. hey, we're here now. Let's, let's have a party. <laughs> We've um, already started down this path. <laughs> yeah. They've got an ethical investment option, which is really cool. I like that. I'm, I'm just big on that at the moment. Yeah. You can get real distributions from your underlying fund. They don't have Roundup because they haven't set out to be a Roundup type of account. Uh, yep. There's no rewards program. I like that for whatever reason, if you want to choose a managed fund, you can do that or an ETF. I don't know why you would do the managed fund, but hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> you can buy, you know, the top um, ASX equities direct. But for me as an investor, I'm an investor. I'm not an individual stock picker or trader. So, mm. I guess I just shovel money into my investment account. And full disclosure, I do hold money in the Vanguard high growth fund. I'm just, I'm actually a fan of the Vanguard because Vanguard is the gold standard for index investing around the world. And I think yeah. it's cool that they've come to the party for entry level stuff that's easy. I don't actually necessarily care that you can't have an app because I don't log into my trading platform apps on my phone anyway, because if I look at my investments every couple of days, I'll end up doing something dumb. So, I like the fact that you can just set and forget it and just check it every few months. Yeah, not like me. I drive myself insane. Yeah. And that's not like, you know, <laughs> if you plant a tree out the backyard, you're not going out there looking at the roots every day. You know what I mean? So, I that's think true. it's- true. With index investing, you shouldn't be looking at it every day. That's very Well, true. with any investing, I mean, it's a, if you're a stock trader and you're buying and selling on the regular, well, you probably aren't listening to the right podcast uh, because I'm a fan of- whether it is, whether it's Spaceship, Race, Comsec or Vanguard, pick a fund, shovel money into it on a consistent basis and get very on with your life. Advice. So That's very good advice. Yeah, well, not good. advice, just uh, comments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very true. General comments, general comments. General What's comments. Different? So, yeah, I, I'm a fan of uh, the Vanguard. Not many detractors. Probably the $500 entry fee is probably mm. the biggest detractor. But also, mm. like, I teach, you know, before you start hardcore investing anyway, you want to get out of debt, get your emergency fund in place, then you can start investing. And if that means transferring money over to the Vanguard cash account, letting that build up to $500, then invest, hey, knock yourself out. That's very true. Make some good points. Well, they're worth what you paid for them, I guess. <laughs> Let's move on to fees. Now, yeah. I've crunched, and if you like, I'll just tell you what I've crunched for the listeners. Uh, sure. I've, I've done some fees based on $3,000 in each one. And for each of the investment options, I've chosen for raise, I've used the aggressive portfolio, which is 90% growth. For mm -hmm. spaceship, I've used the universal portfolio, which is 90% growth. And I did that because yep. it was more expensive. So, I thought I would just do that. Yeah. Yep. For Comsec, I've split it just to try and get it as like as similar as possible. 50% in international equities and 50% of the money in the Australian equity fund, not the dividend fund. And oh, for okay. Vanguard, I've used the uh, Vanguard Diversified High Growth ETF. So, raise 90% yeah. growth, Spaceship 90% growth, Comsec is 100% growth-ish, and Vanguard is also 90% growth. So, I've compared the cool. growth portfolios. 
So Sounds good to me. That makes sense. Yeah. So, let's have a look. So, Spaceship, if I invested $3,000, it's zero, the fee. Absolute zero. Okay. Which, hey, how are they making money? Well, again, <laughs> I think it is some type of loss leader strategy to suck people into their super stratosphere. I could be wrong, but nothing's free first, in this world. The first thing that comes to me with Spaceship is just how cheap it is. <laughs> like, how yeah, are they doing absolutely. It? Absolutely. So, but they are. So, there you go. <laughs> if we move to Ray's now- They've got a $2.50 per month maintenance type account keeping fee if you've got under $5,000. So, they've also got an investment fee. So, the investment fee for raise is 2.87% plus the $30 a year. That gives us a fee, if we had $3,000 invested, 1.29% per year, okay? Which mm. for all the features, you got the roundup and all that, like- you get what you pay for. Mm. You've got access to the rewards programs. Again, it's a listed company. They're not running a charity. So, that's their fee. And, you know, it's around 1%, which is, it's high for what it is, but that's yep. that's where it is. So, for Comsec, it works out to be based on $3,000 invested. Uh, the investment fee is 0.375%. Uh, but because we've had to place two trades- uh, there's a trade fee of $2 per trade for up to $1,000. And then over $1,000 is 0.2%. 0. 0.2, yeah. 0.2%. So, I've worked out that for the first year investing $3,000, the overall fee, if you didn't invest any more money, would be 0.58% mm. if you use the two portfolios. And had to place the trades, the two trades. So, Just realistically, yeah. So, compare it to, um, so, Comsec, 0.58%, uh, mm. Raise, 1.29%, Spaceship, zero. Mm. If we move on to Vanguard, they've got a fee of 0.2% for all money that's on the platform. Okay. Yep. And then the investment fee of the Diversified High Growth Fund of 0.27, that basically means the fee is 0.47. So, you can see there that it comes in cheaper than Comsec and you only have one investment option, okay? In terms of fees, the cheapest, if you had $3,000, is Spaceship. The second cheapest is Vanguard. Third is Comsec and the most expensive is Raise. Now, mm. on the podcast- I've never blindly gone to something because it's the cheapest, because there's yeah. pros and cons to everything and you get what you pay for most of the time. So, yeah. if we now move on to- So, that's $3,000. If we now graduate to big time mummy and daddy money, and sounds a bit creepy that I say that, but <laughs> let's have a look at the fees if we had $50,000 in each one, okay? So- Ooh. Getting very grown up. Yes, very, very grown up. So, if I dumped 50 grand into Spaceship, it's now 0.09%. So, still bloody cheap. Okay. Yeah. If we move to raise, and this is where raise comes to the party over the $5,000 amount, it's 
Okay. So if you dumped 50 grand in raise, 0.54% over 50K, which is still cheap. And I guess that was what they were criticized uh, when they launched about making their money off the low balances. Yeah, that's right. Because, but, um, but it's a yeah. free world and anyone can do what they want as long as they're not breaking the law. And a lot of people have gotten benefit out of raise. So, again, I'm not too wild about the fees-ish. It depends what you get out of it for me, I think. It, it depends. Like, if you're, if you're loving the Roundup facility- And this is the whole thing, Kylie. It's like, you can't bitch and moan and say, oh, I'm not using raise because I have to pay an extra 1%. In terms of fees, well, yeah. would you be saving all that money from roundups without knowing mm. it if you weren't paying the extra percent? I would hypothesize that you'd still be on balance saving more money each year by having raise and using the roundups than not having the roundup and having the investment and paying smaller investment fees. Yeah, I think you make a good point. I think the, the fees are too high for me, but I still use it. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, because- yeah, because you're getting value out of it. You like it and you're getting yeah. value. And full disclosure, I used to have a raise account, but I don't anymore. And the only reason why is because I wanted less crap to put on my individual tax return. Uh, so, that's why. <laughs> that's a good point. I actually shut it down and then um, forgot about it and forgot that I hadn't fully shut it down. And then, of course, it just restarted again. I was like, yeah, oh, well, I've, yeah. I've got enough in there now. I'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I dumped 50 grand into Comsec- the total fee per year would be 0.58% in the first year because we've got to cater for the $100 worth of trades, okay? However, the second year, and this is probably more of an accurate fee for Comsec, if you did nothing and you had the 50 grand in there and it didn't grow for the second year, it would be 0.38%. So, more competitive mm. than raise the second yeah. year because you don't have to pay brokerage, okay? Yeah, that's right. Now, if we dumped 50K into the same Vanguard portfolio, the fee would end up being 0.47%, so half a percent. So, mm. all of these basically float around half a percent in terms of fees, where Spaceship is 0.1 of a percent. So, if you do have significant money, I, I, I generally say, like, I think at some point you graduate from the micro-investing apps. Yeah. Because you might, as you learn more with your investing journey, you'll want to invest things that just aren't on those platforms. Yeah, so, that's right. in terms of fees, the most expensive, if you had 50 grand on there, would be raise that comes in at 0.54%. The next up is Vanguard at 047 mm-hmm. The third one is Comsec at 0.38. But if you use the first year fees for Comsec, which is probably for this comparison- uh, it is the most expensive, but, and that's the kind of thing with trying to, um, with the once-off brokerage, it's just really hard to compare these. Really hard, yeah. The second year, Comsec wins at 0.38% over Vanguard and Raise. And then, of course, Spaceship comes in at 0.9%. So, realistically, if we ranked it on first year only, it would mm. be Comsec most expensive, then... Raise, then Vanguard, then Spaceship at 0.09. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. I mean, it, it also comes down to how you use it, though. 
um, like what what you're sort of planning to do. It's 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 really hard to compare these um, in terms of fees. Be- because if you if you say you had um ten thousand dollars and you wanted to invest in one ETF on Comsec, you know, it's a two dollar brokerage fee, and then the underlying um ETF fee that you need to think about as well. But that's that's super cheap. Whereas if you'd invested it in say um Spaceship or, or Vanguard Personal Investor, um you know you've got the account fee to worry about, and that's every year. Um, but it it does pay off if you want to keep adding small amounts, um, and it doesn't pay off for Comsec because every time you add it, to, it's just two dollars. Well, there you have it. We've had a bit of a look through the different types and how they all work, and you can see they're vastly different from each other. So, the best one for you is the one that works exactly for your situation, your circumstances, and what you're after. Before you get started with investing, with roundups as an exception, you've got to make sure you're debt-free. You've got to have a good spending plan system in place. If you are after a system, check out the Glen James Spending Plan. If you want some reviews, ask in the Facebook group. There's hundreds and hundreds of people who have happily completed it and had their lives changed because of a good spending plan. And what that would do, it would allow you to put a monthly amount or a weekly amount automated in your spending plan and send over to your desired investment platform. So check out the link in the show notes for the Glen James spending plan. So whether it's my system, your system, somebody else's system, you just need a good cash flow management system. The biggest problem I see is people start on their investing journey, don't have a cash flow system in place, they need money, and then they have to sell down their investments. Do not be that person. Hi, I'm Shell. And I'm Em. We have a podcast called My Millennial Career. So if you're looking for any tips about work, you've got questions on how to deal with your boss, maybe you're after a pay rise or inspiration to change careers, you can head on over and subscribe to My Millennial Career wherever you're listening to this podcast. If we now move to the pointy end of the deal, mm-hmm. how would you rank them from one, two, three, four in order, one being your most favourite to mm-hmm. four being your least favourite? How would you rank them and why? This is like, this is it. This is the executive summary of our <laughs> little review here. Okay. I have to say my favourite is Comsec Pocket. I like the fact that you can pick your own ETFs. I personally want to pick the ETF. Um, I think they they are specific to different um, countries or sectors, but I think there's enough variation in there for me to be satisfied. Um, and I like the fact that there's only a dollar brokerage. So there's actually a couple in there. Um, I, I like investing in ETFs um, and there's, there's quite a few in Comsec Pocket that I like. Um, and just the option to, to pick an ETF and have it, you know, charge me only $2 for the brokerage fee is, is, is too hard to pass up. Second, I think would be for me, Raise. Um, I like that it's, it's, it's a really fun little app. I love the roundup feature. It's really, it's really cool. And I like the shopping section of it, to be honest. <laughs> I like yeah, that you can yeah. shop and it invests your money. <laughs> I think that's really neat. Uh, the <laughs> fees are a little bit too high, but you know, like you said, you get, you get what you pay for. What do you expect? Totally, um, totally. Spaceship would be third on my list. Yeah. It's got a really good list of companies. Um, there's just not that much else that you're doing with it. Like, it doesn't have the roundup. You can't invest individually, which are the two things that I like about the other apps. It's not that I dislike it. It's just it's just kind of an in-between one for me. Vanguard is probably my least favorite only because 
I want to sort of pick and choose stocks and any ETF that I want. And it, basically, it limits it for me. Well, hang on. Your logic is a bit flawed there because you can't pick and choose stocks on any of the other ones. No, you can't. You can't pick and choose any stock you want on um, Comsec Pocket, for example. But the ETFs there, I don't mind them. Uh, you're right. It's as limited as, well, oh. <laughs> they're limited in different ways, I think. So Vanguard, you know, it does offer the top 200 companies on the ASX, but the brokerage fee is quite high, to be honest, for those. And for Vanguard. Yeah, for Vanguard. Well, there's no brokerage fee. There's just the 0.2%. No, it's $20 for ASX shares, $19.95. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. The brokerage. Yeah. 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 Not if, if you're investing in a Vanguard ETF. I, basically, I'd use Vanguard Personal Investor if I was wanting to invest in only Vanguard ETFs. Or you wanted to hold like CBA or something. Yeah. Yeah. If I- Because, yeah. because realistically, you know- if you did want to hold some blue chip Australian um, equities mm. and hold Vanguard ETFs as well, why mm. wouldn't you use the personal investor? Because you don't have to set up another account and then that 0.2% admin fee ongoing, that's going mm. to cover all your tax reporting and all that crap anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. So, then you don't have to have the- um, You don't have to have a like an E-Trade account or a Comsec account or self-wealth- so, 20 bucks for a, a brokerage fee, whoopee-doo, like it's it's nothing. 20 bucks doesn't really matter at the end of the day. No. Yeah, I think so the account fee, change- I'm not a huge fan of either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, even- I think You've got to get something you're, from it. You're, you're, you're secretly a spaceship gal, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, these are all so different. Um, I know, I, and, that, I, and that's I, it. I really like, like they- them. I like them all, to be honest. Um, but I've already got- I've got so many bloody trading apps. <laughs> yeah. I probably don't need another one. I've already got the other three. So, I'm probably not looking to add Vanguard uh, at the moment. Yeah. So, okay. So, you've gone Comsec, Raise, Spaceship, Vanguard. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going number one, Vanguard. And for me, Vanguard, household name for index investing. If you want to just set up a diversified index fund- 0.47%. It's cheap. Shut up. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's so like, if you're whinging about half a percent fee, you've got a, you've got bigger issues in life. And I know a lot of people listening are probably like, oh, but it's fee. I'm like, sure, you get what you pay for. Like, um, and don't do it just because I think it's number one. Like, so for me personally, I love the Vanguard because it's the closest to the real world. And there are so many ETFs on that platform. Uh, I just think it's a it's a banger, me personally. I love the fact that it is $500 entry fee because it makes you think I'm serious about investing and I'm not just throwing um, little rats and mice in. And then if I have a an issue and or an emergency and I need to get money, you might thinking twice before going to Vanguard because you've put real money into it. So, that's why I've put that as number one. Number two, a lot of people might be surprised, but for me, it's raise, uh, which is also your number two. And I like it because of the roundups. I use the roundups when I had the app and just the amount of money that I would save without using my freaking brain. uh, It was amazing. Yeah, 1.3%, bit of a fee, but 1.29, don't sue me, raise. Hello. (laughs) Oh, hello. If you're listening, people at raise, I know them. Kind of. <laughs> I've met them a few times. Good people. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, I, I think 
I'm probably a fan of Raise uh, as number two because the Roundup feature, you are paying for that service in your fee, without a doubt. And as you said, the rewards program, they've got the ethical there, they've got pre-mixed platforms. It's a, it's a little banger. My third one, which is a bit of a scandal, um, <laughs> I'm, I've, I'm going with Spaceship for my third one. And Ooh. the reason why is two options, cool app, it's cheap as chips, you get what you pay for, you're in, like bam, bam. Mm. That's the, there's no other reason. So like, yep, it is what it says it is, bam. And fourth is obviously Comsec. And again, the reasons I don't love Comsec is because I think I don't like the fact that if I wanted Australian and international exposure, I'd have to have two investment options and possibly top up ones differently if difference are, if they're performing differently or whatever. I like the mm. fact that I can just have a blended Vanguard high growth fund, for example, and just plow money into it like it's going out of fashion. So, <laughs> if I do a bit of an average out, like we both say raise is our number two, right? Yeah. So, does that mean on balance raise is our joint winner? Wow. Is you that what that right. means? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I guess so. And we didn't talk about any of this before we hit record. <laughs> I just said, I'm going to ask you what your top four are. So, I found it out. Um, <laughs> our joint one is is Ray's. Wow. That's, yeah, that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Wouldn't have And guessed. then if we average it all out, we collectively think Ray's is number one. Uh, yeah. Individually, I think Vanguard is the banger. And Kylie thinks Comsec's the banger. So, and this is the Total crazy thing. Total opposites on that front. Yeah, you, um, <laughs> no, like if you've, yeah, you're not going to say there's a, I don't know. It's just so weird because it's just so hard to compare because they all are so different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they wow. And, but I, I reckon just to do my little, um, fee comparisons on my spreadsheet and finding all the information, I reckon I spent yeah. maybe two and a half hours or more digging yeah, through wow. and having a good look under it, under the hood of all of them. Oh, look. Transparency. Yeah. Um, that could definitely make that easier for everyone. I know there's the PDS, well, but man, PDS but you look at, can be hard no, to read. Seriously, go have a look at the PDSs and the info for Spaceship Rays and Comsec and then Vanguard and your little socks will be blown off when you see how Vanguard just spell it out. Yeah, really. I haven't looked at Vanguard's one, actually. Yeah. Actually, I should have looked at that beforehand. Yeah, that's all right. We're just having a chat. So, <laughs> there it's we have it. It's very important to read them. Totally. So, we might leave it there. Uh, it's been a good... Oh, geez, it's almost been an hour, that little chat. Yeah, wow. Who would have thought? So, micro-investing yeah. apps. I know. So, there you go, everybody. That's my views of the world. They're Kylie's views of the world. Not advised <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Have a look at each one yourself. Ask in the My Millennial Money Facebook group what people prefer and why. Check out mm. the finder.com.au website to see what Kylie's written up because she's probably done some more deeper due diligence than our little chat. So, yeah, thank yeah. you very much, Kylie Purcell. Thanks so much for having me, Glenn. It's been great. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.
If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. This podcast supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you want some other giving options or if you are unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. Thanks to Jess Knaus, producer, Nathan Robertson, editor, and me, Asher. Anyway, make sure you're connected via Instagram and our free Facebook group. We also film most of our content now, so check out My Millennial Money on YouTube. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.